0: It is your favorite demon. I'm here and you're here So we're fucking ready Let's go We're back bitches I am here Joined in the background By the one and only Best friend <laughs> She's laughing at me I'm laughing at me You're laughing at me Let's get this party fucking started, okay. I want to talk about why COVID is affecting our sex lives. Everyone has gotten really grumpy in the last few months, and I think this is why. No one's having enough sex anymore. I want more orgasms. Listen, just because we can't go out somewhere first doesn't mean that we can't get down and dirty, and have fun, and have it not be right before bedtime, okay. I also want to point out that COVID is a scare factor. And so, my solution is that we use COVID tests in place of STD tests. (laughs) Next time you hit up your next hookup on Tinder, Please just tell them to get a COVID test and to come back with their results. And if they're negative, y'all can fuck. Okay. Moving on! (laughs) I noticed during COVID and these inconsistent dry spells that we're all having that a lot of thoughts cross my mind. A lot of thoughts that I can't really control. What are those, what are they called? In, not involuntary thoughts. I guess they kind of are involuntary. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Involu- oh no, intrusive thoughts. Uh intrusive fucking, okay. intrusive fucking <laughs> thoughts. Okay, listen, I've noticed a lot of intrusive thoughts, and most of them are surrounding getting dick in places that is inappropriate, like in the middle of a train station or in the middle of a staircase. Or while you're at the dentist, because fuck it, you're both there, you got masks, it's sanitary. I don't know if anyone else is thinking those things, it's just me. Um, excuse me, doctor, can we use your restroom? <laughs> yeah, can we, can we use your restroom, please? <laughs> routine procedure. <laughs> Oh, God, it's a routine procedure, all right. It's hardly routine, though. This is not happening anymore. <laughs> go I can't go ahead. Um, the first letter was B. And we can all do the math. The second letter is D. <laughs> D as in motherfucking daddy. The fucking audacity. I want to start this segment by pointing out to you all that just because you like to be in control doesn't mean that everyone has to call you daddy. Let's talk about when you deserve a motherfucking title. Because that's what it is. Sometimes it kind of pisses me off nowadays that a lot of these... Vanilla fucking bitches are using terms that are in BDSM as something that doesn't hold weight. And it's really dangerous because you can mix yourself up in different psyches and then you're not able to get out of it because you didn't even know you were actually doing something that wasn't fucking vanilla, okay? And you didn't even consent to it because you thought it was vanilla. But guess what? It's fucking not. And on top of that are you a man? If you're not a man, then you're not daddy, you're mommy. And I wanna talk about why is it so much weirder for society to accept mommy versus daddy? Why is daddy glorified? But then mommy is seen as something that is totally disgusting, Put it away. It's not something that I want exactly. to do. Excuse me, mommy needs sex too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mommy like, can listen, okay. <laughs> First of all, thank you, mommy. <laughs> but also, so fucking true. Like, moms need sex, but also mommies need sex. And not only that, but like, haven't y'all ever heard of the Spanish word, mommy? Don't you know that that was the shit from the beginning of time till now? Well, now you do. Now you know it's the shit. Hi, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> mommy? Daddy? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> uh, but actually, though, I-, I honestly think that daddy's more acceptable simply because... Uh, it's not equated with birthing, and it comes back to the fear of the fucking vagina. If you have pussy phobia, we don't want you on this podcast. We want you to go to a different podcast that's an actual educational podcast and listen to that. Then get your ass back here so we can laugh and have some fucking fun. Because otherwise it's just a fucking bore. And with daddy and mommy, what about Good boy and good girl. Why is there such a stigma around a woman saying good boy? But when a man says good girl, it's like the best fucking thing in the world. It could mean anything. You could do it any which way. It could be sexual, non sexual, like intense jokingly could be an actual title it could not be but either way it's seen as a good thing but then if you call someone good boy it's somehow emasculating i think the point is is that femininity is seen as something that's emasculating but they're two totally separate things they're two separate entities in yourself and they're also a fucking spectrum bitches Deviants, please, please, (laughs) please, as your great-grandmother, um, (laughs) as your great-grandmother and your self-proclaimed favorite deviant, I'm telling you now, let that shit fucking go. Cut that shit out. We don't need it anymore. That it's not here anymore because we just cut it out, so we're going to block it out of our memories because that's the best solution. (laughs) Bitch, bye. Bye. I know that I'm kind of building off of this again after we just said bitch, bye, but can I just point out also MILFs and DILFs? Why are MILFs so fucking hot to people, but then when it's a DILF, it's like, it's not hot. Like, why is there this stigma that if you're having taboo sex with a woman, you're taking advantage of her, and that's what's hot. And then if you're having taboo sex with a man, he's, in society's view, showing you things, and you are enjoying sex, so then you for there get villainized, villainized again. MILF versus DILF people both are beautiful, both are parents, only one births the child, or maybe not, I don't know, maybe it's two parents of different, different, you know, like two moms, two dads, three dads, three moms, kind of, I wonder if anyone has three, like three moms. Can you imagine living with three moms and also having sisters and then it's just a house full of women? Is it success or is it a nightmare? How would you have sex? Would you rather have sex in a household where you had all female family members or all male family members in the house? I feel like I'd rather with women in the house. <laughs> but also, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't want my fucking sister to know what I sound like when I'm going, like, getting down and dirty. I live solo, yeah. <laughs> solo! <laughs> Option number three, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then it brings us to the next topic. How do we decide when something's wrong and when something is right? In the world of BDSM, it's personal fucking preference, bitches. Okay, discipline literally can either be helpful, which means it's usually something that's non-sexual, like writing lines. Or perhaps if you're more sadistic, you put rice down on the ground and then you make You're submissively on the ground, and then her knees are on the rest, and then she's like, ow, but then you're like, stay there for this amount of time, and then they do it, and then you're like, no, you'll never do that again, because it fucking hurt anyways, not speaking from experience. Moving on, discipline can be sexual and non-sexual. And it can also be a punishment. It's my personal favorite. Because it's literally just sex. I guess. <laughs> it's literally just. Well, oh, I'm fucking sweating balls right now. It's hot up here now. <laughs> I'm posted up in a fucking blanket fort right now. And I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt and sweatpants. Don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> This wasn't planned very well, but. Uh, here we are. Oh yeah, we got airflow. We have airflow. We have airflow. commander airflow. <laughs> <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> um. Anyways, punishments are sick because it's literally just having sex, but it would be I'm something. Punishment? Punishment. So fun punishment. Yeah. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> <wish> <laughs> Um, A punishment is a fun punishment if you didn't catch that deviance. Basically, it's something like, I don't know, you're going down on your dom or something, and they're like, do this, and you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, oh, great, here's some spanks. As a masochist, like, personally, that's not really a punishment because I enjoy the pain endorphin. So, it's a punishment because it just makes it more fun. A little bit of spoice. A little bit of spoiciness. Yeah. <laughs> it's Spoicy, spice. Spoyce. That's how you add a little bit of spoice in your life. <laughs> when I am receiving a punishment, I often wonder are we flirting or are we fighting? And I think it's important to make sure you establish. To whoever is receiving. That it doesn't have anything to do with them. You're not really fighting. You're having fun. So give them encouragement. Make noises. Communicate to them. Talk to them. So they're not sitting there in silence. And then you're just giving them a old spank. And then they're like, wow, this guy just really lifts to slap my ass. And that's it. I'm just an ass cheek. Just an, <laughs> um, <laughs> Just an ass cheek. Just a fucking ass cheek. I don't want to be an ass cheek. I don't want to be a boob. I want to be a fucking human being with a hot ass cheek. And hot booms. <laughs> yeah, a set of ass cheeks. Hopefully as I've been reminded, hopefully not. Just one ass cheek. <laughs> Can you imagine going down? There's a craft in the ass cheek and it's not there. <laughs> so you feel for the other and it is there, and so you think, Oh, you must be going fucking crazy. <laughs> so you reach back for the other one. <laughs> that's just a fucking end. It's, it's just gone there's a nightmare for you. <laughs> i had only one butt cheek i would stuff my pants with a pillow or something to that maybe like a really fluffy sweater they have surgeries for that now can oh yeah you could get a butt get surgery Brazilian butt lift. Ooh, Brazilian butt. <laughs> everyone has their butt down. Da- butt down. Butt down. <laughs> <laughs> so it's down it there. Great. <laughs> <it mixed> up. <laughs> um, everyone's butt is down, so that's why they get butt lifts. <laughs> no, but everyone has had work done on their butt nowadays. The other day I went through photos with my brother and he pointed out to me every single photoshop and every single photo and I kept trying to find photos of women who were just like fit and voluptuous and asking him if they were like real and natural. None of them! None of them! Think about that. That's so crazy. We literally grow up looking at images that aren't real and thinking that they are real. And that's what we set our beauty standards off of. That's why so many of us are so unhappy with what we've got. Because we've always been told it's not what we should have. Exactly. Yeah. And it's never good enough because once people start to reach the certain beauty standard that's set currently, it changes. Yep. They adapt it so that it becomes a little it's bit like more fashion. unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's all that industry is just playing off of insecurities. Which then also affects your sex life, too. Of course. Of course it does. Because whether you feel confident in yourself and how you look, that's, of course, going to affect everything in your life. Because I mean, it's, it's your skin. brain. You have and it'll be better. Of course. Of <laughs> course. Of Sorry, I, don't, I sounded so fucking intense there. Of course, so serious, fucking, of course. I'm so mad. <laughs> um, when I'm getting a punishment or a punishment, my favorite thing to do is to brat the fuck out. But I do want to tell you there is a difference between bratting out and disrespecting your partner. You shouldn't want to push them to the point of being actually mad at you. It should just be like teasing back and forth. It's the difference between getting into a heated argument and being playful back and forth with your partner. Same thing, but just add sex. (laughs) Listen, that could be a thing. Just add sex. Hashtag, just add sex. Just had sex and your whole life will blow up. And all of a sudden, all you'll think about is having orgasms. And you get addicted to masturbation because you're too young to have sex because we all start thinking about it at a really young age. Yeah, and then you're just shamed out of it rather than getting any explanations or. It's true. You know, enlightenment on it. It's like, no, just shut that down. Exactly. And that's why we're here, bitch. That's why we're fucking here! To talk about it. And to open this fucking pit up. This fucking conversation. Um, But truly, truly, where does the urge to brat come from? I personally think that bratting is a form of trying to assert your independence to see if your partner is a match for you and if they can match your level of commitment to what's going on. Will you take over or will they win? It's like a wrestling match. You don't want to go, okay, body slam, and you slam the motherfucker to the ground and then he's just knocked out. Like, that's just not fun, you know? You want it to play out a little longer. And that's (laughs) how bratting works. (laughs) (laughs) When they tell you to count, you just don't. <laughs> then you get punished more, but it's okay because then it lasts longer. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but that's the fun part. The point is don't make having sex too easy. It should be passionate. It should be hopefully spontaneous and not should not be routine. It shouldn't be routine. In fact, it should be when you want it. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> when you motherfucking want a deviance, and just because. You're not making it easy doesn't mean that you're not having sex. It just means that you're bringing the game back in. It should be the same when you're dating and flirting. Continued throughout your relationship the whole way. Just because you're with someone doesn't mean that you should stop trying to be with them. And that includes satisfying both of your needs. Dominance truly is just confidence, and so when someone says that submissives hold more power, um, it's because they can call it off and say the safe word at any time, but so can the dominant. You both have the same amount of... Oh my god, I'm scratching my head, I shouldn't talk while I'm doing this. You both have the same amount of power. <laughs> You both have the same amount of power. However, dominance requires submission to work. And so in order to be dominant, you need to portray the confidence that you are the answer to their question that day. That's how you should think about it. You, as a person, are the answer to all the questions they've been asking that day. You have all the answers. And can you to tell them to them. Tell them to them. Tell? You're going to you're them. Gonna tell them to them. You're going to tell them to them. Tell them to them. Tell them good. Tell, tell them them. <laughs> tell them. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> but also at the same time, just because you're submissive, it doesn't mean that you can't bite back. Like, that's what bratting is. That's what being a strong, independent woman is. It's knowing that you're still you. You still have your entire personality, even if you're in a situation where you're being a submissive to a dominant. It's just, are you a match with that person? Do they have enough confidence to meet you at your level and to take the scene into the dynamic that it should be in? I also want to say it's not just the name Daddy, it's also Sir, Master, uh, it could be anything they choose really, it's a title, and so in order to earn that title, you have in order to earn that title you need to earn their trust and their respect that's a huge thing in BDSM and something that can really really build that up is something everyone should be doing and that is I know, right? This <laughs> like the woman downstairs every time she's Constant. Is constant. She is the... I'm just gonna keep this in here. <laughs> okay, right now, basically, what's happening is my landlord and her son are like yelling back and forth at each other right now, and I can hear it through the wall. Yeah, uh, i don't hear it. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, sure any God. neighboring apartment is hearing them right now. <laughs> Literally all the time. Should take him some tequila for Christmas. I'm, sure I'm just gonna sell him. Bad I did Maybe a bag of weed would be better. <laughs> Calm the fuck down, people. I'm just gonna bake them weed brownies. There you go. Don't tell them. Is that bad? Is that bad? <laughs> no, not if they're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> True. Uh, okay, back on topic. Everyone should be doing this. It's aftercare. The reason that this is important is because when BDSM scenes go on, you release endorphins in your body. And there are many chemicals and hormones that release in such amounts that it actually drains the majority of it from your body. So then you can experience a drop. Lots of people call this the sub drop, some people call it DOM drop. I don't know. It's just, oh my God. Why are there children in my apartment building? <laughs> no, but seriously, though, like, why are there children in this apartment building? They should move out. They should. This literally. One of them's actually like 15. I'm like, they should oh, move out. They should Get a move out. out. It's COVID. Let's go. Chop, <laughs> chop. <clears throat> so, aftercare. <laughs> <It's, yeah. laughs> Whatever you need it to fucking be Basically it's like a calm down Come down <laughs> Come down It's like a come down uh, From coming <laughs> It's like a come down from coming Basically You're trying to give yourself self-care and do things that can bring back more of the endorphins and hormones things like eating a little bit of something sweet or something like a little bit of chocolate doing something that you know makes you happy take a bath cuddle your partner but don't engage in a full play session afterwards because you're just going to be taking yourselves back into those mindsets and those mind frames and it's actually going to do the opposite of what you want it to do but like Nice cuddles and like maybe another orgasm doesn't hurt, you know. A little extra bonus on top, a little cherry on top, a little, a little cherry. <laughs> go to the buffet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the buffet, yeah. To the buffet. yeah that's the buffet. Back to the buffet, oh, should be back to the buffet. Back to the buffet for the dessert. All you can eat, there you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to motherfucking Pandora's Pussy. (laughs) I tried to explain this to my friend over here before, and it didn't work too well, so I'm going to try to explain it again. I got you, I got you. Pandora's Box. If none of you know what Pandora's Box is, pause this episode right now, leave, Google it, come back. Welcome back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, Pandora's pussy is that motherfucking opposite of dick no tie-ization. Pandora's pussy is that girl that every guy who sleeps with her somehow falls in love with her or All of a sudden, they become obsessed, and they won't stop talking to them. They won't stop texting them. They think that they're dating all of a sudden when they're not. It's like there's a spell that's put over them. Mm -hmm. Pandora's pussy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you in the next episode, how can you get Pandora's pussy? And who has it? Also, please, can you rate, subscribe, and review this show? This is the end of it. Send in on my Instagram, mysterymasochist.podcast. Any questions or comments or stories, I love to read it all. Not that anyone sent anything in. All eight of you listening, I love you all. I'd love to hear from you. Please contact me so I know I'm not just talking to myself out there. I'd really love to know some feedback rate, review, subscribe, bitches, and I'll see you for episode five.